0: Hi, I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW alumni, students, and clients about the challenges of acting and the joys of creating in the 21st century. For more information, go to anthonymeindl.com, or you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoy. Tony is offering 10% of all elective classes at AMAW Studios like movement and dance, improv, and on-camera audition class. Just for podcast listeners, just use the code in the moment when booking to receive 10% off your elective class. In today's episode, Tony chats with talent manager extraordinaire, Maher Zetonian. Maher talks about the importance of social media, what he looks for in an actor, and offers advice based on his years of experience representing talent. This episode offers great insight into the business side of acting. Hello, welcome to In the Moment Podcast. Mm-hmm. This is a carryover from my previous podcast where I was drinking some wine, and I continue to drink wine with my next guest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, welcome, Meher Zatonian. Thank you. And yeah. Meher is an awesome manager, he has his own company called Reload Management. And I, I have the privilege of working with some of your great clients, and I could list some of them here. Well, I can. Jordan, and Corey, mm. and Beau, and Darius. Yeah. And that French kid I love, who... Oh, Jonas. Jonas. Jonas Bloquet. Has he moved here yet? Uh, he, no, no he's still living in France. in France. I know. I want to work with him. Yeah. Super talented kid. Yeah, yeah. And the hair's got a really great eye for talent kids, so maybe, after you listen to this podcast, you're going to get your <laughs> DMs around. <laughs> People are going to be like, I want to be rep by the hair, so... Here, tell us a little bit about you and your company and how you work, and and I'll ask questions. And cool, yes, too modest, Tony. Thank you for the words. No, it's appreciate true. It. You've always had a great eye, and I really appreciate. Thank you. People who see talent.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a different skill than just representing talent and getting auditions for sure. Um, I kind of credit that side of my kind of skill sets by being born in Hollywood.
0: Oh, well, I you're was one of those born in Hollywood.
1: I was a child actor.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Had an
1: agent, and everything. Um, oh no. And then I, you know, I went to USC for college, and worked at an agency at, after graduating. So, kind of got my which, which agency? Friend? It was called CESD. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, They're still around. Really running. strong. Yeah, by right. really yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, I was like that assistant who was hustling to get promoted. Okay. So I was I started there as a receptionist, and yeah, I yeah. started going to showcases and like looking up people on imdb that didn't have reps from like tv shows that i watched or movies that i watched because um, i was like oh maybe if i do this i can get promoted and then you know start making actual money um so yeah i was there for three years i started cyber scouting there which was very new what's
0: that like finding talent on, online. online yeah fine was so creepy but it's a real yeah, thing. yeah. youtube was big uh-huh. um so well, that's, is that how you found some of your exactly your courage current... yeah media. yeah yeah totally, yeah, totally. Um, Jordan I found Jordan I was gonna say yeah
1: had her for five years wow um, so you know social media is something to definitely
0: not turn your back towards so I think people realize that now I think like a few years ago people were still like uh But Even the big agencies like WME, CAA. They all have a social media department.
1: But before they were like, no, we're not going to play this game. Yeah, And then they're like, oh crap, we're falling behind. Well, I I just want to say
0: one thing though for the listeners. Because I I think they get freaked out by like, well, what do I do if I only have like 100 followers? It doesn't matter. Like you do your best. You don't have to become a maniac. And like you still can get jobs even if you don't have a lot of followers. Mm -hmm. I've had that happen with people, right? I've had a couple people who are on 13 Reasons Why who literally had like two followers yeah and then now they have like 10 million Mm -hmm. so you know but i also think it's interesting because not everybody just because you're a big social media influencer doesn't also mean you're going to become a famous or working actor there's definitely a stereotype stereotype,
1: too that's That's right saying oh you have an audience but does that mean you think you can act (laughs) does that mean you've sat through tony's four-hour courses every week Yes, and and learn doing the work you know putting in the work um with that said, you know, the, I see a clear distinction between traditional talent that are TV film native mm-hmm. versus digital, digitally native talent who have businesses through product lines and merchandise and, and, and live events yeah. and meet and greets where they're more of a personality as opposed to you know, a traditional actor who is taking on a different character. Uh-huh. Um, but, but, but me having the knowledge I think helps my clients cross over if they need to. Um, Some clients hate social media and Mm -hmm. they're like, I just want my work to speak for itself. Uh But then I come in the picture and I say, if you don't care about social media, the studios do and they will possibly go pick another actor that has more followers than you. It's not a guarantee, but I've experienced that happen through representing people. You know, the job goes to the person that has more Twitter followers. Um, It's a sad reality, but it's the world we're living in as the industry changing and you got to be at least cognizant of the fact that it's a
0: possibility. That's true. I mean, that's why I think at least everybody has to have a presence on there. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. again, you can't sell your soul to get a million followers, but Mm -hmm. yeah, you have to be on there and you have to be active. You can't just post once every, like, you know, or get somebody to do it for you. For sure. I also can understand that. Yeah. Like, I have a love-hate thing with it. I think Mm -hmm. like a lot of people do.
1: Well, with the data too nowadays, you can dissect your audience Even if you're a celebrity on television or film, and then you have a better grasp of who your fans are. That's true. And you can navigate it more effectively that way, you know.
0: I was going to say something about, you know, I think that's really great because you're showing different skills because, you know, managers, I mean, you can talk about this too, but how long have you had your company? Five Uh, years? Five years, years, August. August, So, a couple weeks So, I've been in the business for 21, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to... (laughs) <laughs> Trump would that's a terrible use of the word. Not trying to you know say that I know more. I just mean like I've seen the business shift a lot in you know twenty five years right yep. now and like even you have probably in oh, yeah. you know since you started CSD. But I think the thing is is that your skills of being able to navigate somebody in the digital world versus the TV world is still managing mm-hmm. you know one of, I have a manager friend who's with a big company and he has a big client who's on a show but he said most of his work is actually all of her branding and other like yeah. ancillary work yeah. it's interesting yeah, right yeah, like, yeah. and that's where he makes most of his money mm-hmm. as well and you would think this only affects the younger generation no 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 of she's talent. in her late. Like,
1: but when I was at Zero Gravity who? I was there for a year
0: is, is that it? how we originally
1: met? It's possible. Uh, yeah, I don't remember, but okay, keep going. Maybe. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, we had an actor in his 40s that was up for a big studio feature, and chemistry read tested everything. It was between him and one other person, and the last question we got was Twitter followers. Oh no. And he's like, I have a family. Who cares if I tweet? Like, oh, I have kids. Yeah. And it went oh, the other no. direction. I mean, not to be, you know. No, I don't want people to be, be freaked out. Don't, yeah, 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 don't yeah. freak out. Um. But also, find ways to cultivate your audience, Yeah, you know?
0: Well, it's also, I think, too, like, I sometimes think it's also an extension of performing anyway. So, if you like to, like, create and do things, like, I use my platform, I know you follow me, and, like, do I follow you? I gotta follow you back. Jesus. How dare you, me? How dare you? I want all my listeners to know, I would follow everyone if I could, but then I would be in the fucking wormhole of watching everybody's (laughs) stories, and already it's bad enough, you know what I mean? So but where was I going with this? Like I like to use it to like, obviously because of the studios and I'm really inspired by our messaging and our philosophy, but also for me, like my, like social causes like climate Mm -hmm. change and gun violence and like, you know, whatever it is. And so I think people can, instead of fighting against having a social media profile or using it in a way that makes you feel bad about yourself, find a way for, for good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Purposefully. It also comes back to authenticity. So you talk
1: about those causes because you yourself care about them. them. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why the content does well. Yeah. Um, You should never go into it thinking I should do X, Y, and Z. I should copy what I'm seeing that's working. It's no, No, you got to look look internally and be like, this is what my message is. Yeah. And then it's going to resonate with people if you're standing behind it
0: I will say though sometimes I like I'll chuck some hot guy and I'll be like okay I mean not judging (laughs) he's paid hard for those eight pack abs but then I'll go to another one who has the equivalent eight pack abs and I'm like wait I can't tell the difference Mm do you know what I mean Yeah. so sometimes it's maddening because I'm like wait what are you influencing Yeah. you know what I mean Yeah. but I do get it like because it's very the orientation of that world is very physical Mm -hmm. you know what I mean oh yeah it's so like I'll post something, and I don't have APAC apps, but I'll post something about climate change. I'll get like two likes, and then I'll post something about climate change without my shirt on. I'll get like a ten likes. Yeah, I mean? totally. Oh, Jesus, and my friends are always like, "You're using, you're using it the wrong way. You're using it the wrong way." There's no right or wrong way. You
1: got to find oh, really? out what okay, works for good. you. Okay, yeah. There's no formula. You can't walk into Instagram and be like, "Tell me how to get, like grow my followers." Okay, they're not going to give you a formula. Yeah, they're going to say, oh. Do whatever, you know, you can track your engagement and whatever's working, you keep doing. Whatever's not working, you don't keep doing. But if you're a champion for climate change yeah. and that's what you want to talk about, you shouldn't care, like, if people are following you or unfollowing you. It's like, that's your cause. No, that's true. And run right. with it. Um, Message to self,
0: do it more without my shirt on. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Both, yeah. <laughs> Combine the two. <laughs> um, so, okay, so let's talk a little bit. So when, when did you decide... You, well, so then you went to Zero Gravity, which mm-hmm. is a management company Correct. for those yeah. who do not know. So you went from the aging world, mm-hmm. you know, kind of cutting your teeth there, and then in the management world, and then when did you decide, like, hey, I really want to do my own thing? Because that's brave. It was it was weird, Tony. I was 25. Whoa. And I was like, what am You're I so going to do
1: right now? That's brave. But, I mean, just just how I kind of uh, discovered talent, and I have, like, a good eye for it. Didn't you just turn 30? just turned 30 yeah.
0: Thirty, thirty. 30 so i missed your party because i was 30. out of town
1: all good yeah so yeah, i was 25, so 25 and um i something inside me was telling me to do it on your own and i kind of and i brave. did it i'm like how do i uh, what where do i start so i had like a notebook full of company names that was the first thing i did and i like, crossed out the cheesy ones left the cool ones in um what were some of your bad ones uh, I'm a lefty and okay. everyone just like when they discover that for whatever reason they're like oh my god you're such a lefty I'm like okay so like one was lefty management another oh, one was terrible. left field management better but still bad. better yeah, yeah still yeah, bad yeah, yeah. and then uh, reload to me was like I was inspired by the refresh logo of a web okay, and like taking the digital stuff uh-huh. and, and kind of reloading people's careers okay yeah you know so I kind of took that messaging um, all my clients followed me I had over 20 at the time Whoa, from, Zero from, Gravity. from Zero Gravity, Zero Gravity. Okay. and that's when I kind of knew like
0: uh, I'm doing something right you wow. know all right. that's pretty brave though like I think the thing that actors forget is like especially for managers but I had uh, breakfast with Seth Yankovitz mm-hmm. right who's the head of casting at MGM and we were talking He's, I've known him forever but oh, where was I going with this um, 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 oh that that you know actors forget like casting directors are always hustling for the next job like they're like actors oh and yeah managers are also like it's a job like mm-hmm. you're having to get clients and if you're risking to go create your own business you're having to do the work you know oh, what yeah. i mean and mm-hmm. like I, I think it's it's just i think it's important for actors to sometimes get on the other side of the business because mm-hmm. then they have actors are so inclined i get it to only see things through their own perspective but you, let's say you talk to casting, so you know like what they're looking for with a role, and and your client probably calls you up. It's like I heard they're casting this, and why didn't I get it, yeah. right? And you all, know, all from your class, Tony. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You're like, so so, my class is getting it. Why can't I? But but that's my point. Is like actors, I think sometimes can't see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have a really question there. I just think it's. I'm, just because my listeners are a lot of actors, I think this is why we were talking about one of your clients is going to work part-time in a casting office. And I'm always advocating that that's an amazing way Mm -hmm. to learn how the room works and start to see like there's no great mystery in it and you got to bring it yourself and you do your work and you let it go in the room. And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, when I first started Reload Management, I went from having a job with a salary to... Uh, only getting paid when my clients work. Book a job. So yeah. talk about hustle.
0: <laughs> like, You're I know like, oh, here's a $100 paycheck. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, let's get that Web Series money. <laughs> yeah. um, but Your commission I, is $22. That's so I, I was forced to hustle. Yeah. Um,
1: and that kind of paid off. We don't get paid till you
0: get paid. Yeah. It's commission based yeah. money, you know? So did you ever, like, did you, were you sweating it at first? Because, like, the startup costs and, like, um, are we like, yes, yes and no. Is... Like I found an affordable office space that was,
1: uh, inclusive, in inclusive <laughs> of <laughs> Sherman Oak <And> Chasworth so, <laughs> back on the Valley. Uh, no, they had like internet included and phone included and like there was a receptionist and all this stuff. Um, and luckily when I did reload, uh, no pun intended, I had deals on the table. So my clients were working okay. and there was yes. money coming in. Yes. That's great. So it's not like I started so off it's... and I'm like, what do I do now? Yeah. Um so I was doing what I was doing at, you know, zero gravity and then I just took it to reload management. Um and it just amplified because I felt a lot of freedom not having to go through channels so, yeah, before maybe, making decisions for your, your own, own clients. Decisions. And I'm very instinctual. So I you know, I love the fact that my clients can trust me mm-hmm. by making these decisions, or Like guiding them in the right direction. Um and it just got, you know, their careers got more elevated. More elevated, and I was like, "I'm doing something right." So, let me keep doing it, and I never looked back. Um, Never looked back. It's been great. That's
0: like to me a great reminder to trust your instinct. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And doing something you love. Yeah, I think it's an interesting sort of development that you came from the acting world, Mm -hmm. but you don't miss that, Tony. I was so bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was so bad. Come to our (laughs) (laughs) class. I was so bad that I now know what good acting is and I can point it out and be like, you don't look like what I looked like when I was 14. So you're doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) But in in that way too, like I sometimes, not to take your job, but some clients come to me and they're like, can we work on these sides? You can see it. And I can coach them and break down the the script and give them pointers and, and, uh, you know, I had an actor who was super young, unpolished, but raw talent. And the first couple auditions for the first couple of weeks, I brought him in my office and I coached him. Um, and he started working, just consistently started working. So it's been cool having that background and also knowing what they go through in terms of auditioning. Oh, yeah, no, that was insane. Um, driving, traffic, getting yeah. their own time, yeah. having your headshots updated,
0: and yeah. like. Your resume updated. One of thousands, you know? I think it's gotten so competitive, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And also, it's never personal. Like, I think, yes, you have to, like... Well, first of all, I'm always saying, like, it's okay for actors to crash and burn, and I think they forget that, and, like, you know, actors are fallible, vulnerable, we're all human beings, and you're not always gonna, like, you know, hit a home run and that's okay and I think sometimes they feel the pressure for their manager or their agent that they always have to deliver but not even the best actors are delivering every performance Mm -hmm. you know what I mean totally like you'll see an actor who you really respect in a big clunker Mm -hmm. and that doesn't it's not an indictment against their talent or anything like sometimes things work sometimes they don't Mm -hmm. and for me those are things that I wish I had I had no teachers kind of telling me that at a young age it was always sort of the oppression of these are the greats and they were great because they worked so hard. Mm-hmm. And you're a sack of shit until you become great, yeah. right? And But I never knew why were those people great, except that they were bestowed greatness. And now I realize, like, well, they're just like you and I. Mm-hmm. They're great because they're doing it their way, and it's their personality. But they've also taken hits, just like everybody. And
1: you weren't shown their failures. You that's exactly it. Their, no, that's, you know, that's right. I'm always
0: saying actors are comparing their dress rehearsal to everybody else's opening night. Mm-hmm. So you go to the film premiere in Toronto and it looks amazing, but you don't see all the takes that were a disaster. No. Or, like, the actor... You know, I just got a call just a little while ago for a, sh- uh, a movie that I got recommended to coach some big client. They didn't tell me who it was, I mean, but 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 here's the thing. is like, people don't know that. In other words, like, everybody gets coached. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. the most famous people have people there to watch them or coach mm-hmm. them or help them. I think we think that there's some magic finish line that like once you're you know at that stratosphere that you have it figured out.
1: Oh no, there's no way. As Plus you, I would never as a manager tell someone to stop coaching yeah, or no, studying. No, no, sure, you know, yeah, yeah, you gotta keep And that. it's not just about acting, it's about anything in life. Yeah you got to be on top of your toes and keep keep it polished. Curiosity
0: to me, mm-hmm. especially, you know, for young people because it's, like, so much learning. I mean, I think it's interesting, too, because your client list is really young. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, uh, for for my listeners who are over the age of 40, doesn't mean that my hair wouldn't take you. <laughs> but I think every management company has a different kind of... I have one manager mm-hmm. friend who really specializes in Asian talent. And yeah. you, you know what I mean? So I think mm-hmm. it's about... It's not personal. If you look at someone and you don't... It just doesn't fit kind of your wheelhouse. Yeah. You want to speak to that a little bit? Totally.
1: Um, I mean, a lot of people ask me, what do you look for in an actor? And oh. I, I wish I had the answer. I yeah. have no idea. No, you know, no. you, can, you can be an amazing actor by trade, but if I don't get excited by you, which is the overall package, your look, your personality, how you treat people, your acting skills, your previous credits... Um, I'm not gonna want to work with you, and it's nothing against you, but it's it's a matter of personal preference Mm -hmm. as a manager because I develop a lot, Mm -hmm. and until you start booking and you know making money, it's me working for free, and I want to be excited to go to work for you. I don't want it to be a burden, Um, so for that reason, I need to be super, super, super stoked about you. And whether and as you can tell by my client list, they're all drastically different talents. Very different yeah. in types. Yeah. Um, and I think that's fun too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Diversity. No, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had somebody where you're like, oh, I love this person so much, but they just could not get it together? Like, professionally. Yeah. Oh, completely. And then yeah. you ended up like... Yeah, that's the we, we part ways. Yeah. No, yeah. I have to. But you tell them, right? Like... I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I tell like them... that After sabotage. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah.
1: And I try not to be too... Um, negative about it because I don't want to ruin their likelihood of like having a career in this business but um, I have seen you know situations where for whatever reason it doesn't click Mm -hmm. but they have the skill Mm -hmm. so it comes to a point where I have to make that decision do I keep investing in you another year another two years three years or do we part ways um
0: and well, that's those are difficult decisions to make it's show business it's show business Do you know what I mean totally people have to get I think actors you're not you know you can be a legend in your living room but if you don't get your shit together to get it you know you gotta get it together mm-hmm. you know what's the saying if you're early you're on time if you're on time you're late and if you're late don't even bother showing up mm-hmm. it's really like indoctrinating a sense of accountability I think yeah you know totally it's fascinating to me this sort of self-sabotaging that can occur mm-hmm but it's also good if they're young, because it's also youth sometimes, right? And you can try to get somebody on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Before it's too late. And
1: then you just teach them how to navigate the business, Yeah. you know, if they're just starting out.
0: And have you had people, like, succumb to the business? Like, we were just talking about um, one of, in the earlier podcast, a student that we've all taught who's, like, really broken through and is the is lead on a new show. And we all have high hopes for this person, because... But we get scared too about at a young age how the business can mm-hmm. make you lose you lose your humbleness and your you know what I mean sense of mm-hmm. self. It's yeah. dangerous. Yeah, you can't become an asshole.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a client once that um, ended up moving back home, like quit the business because mm-hmm. she didn't like how she was being treated at Hollywood parties. Okay, because she was new to town. Oh. So she felt a sense of bullying because she was new and she was trying to make it and she was auditioning and um, just that social pressure yeah. got to her, uh-huh. which is so That's weird. Um, and she went back home to her regular life
0: okay. and gave it up. Wow. Um, or maybe she should have just, just gone to different parties, different parties, <laughs> or not gone to parties at all. Just focus on your work and yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. But that also like teaches you to keep your eye on the goal. Yeah. Um, and if you're you have distractions, you need to figure out how to navigate through those distractions so you achieve your goals. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot in this town, like you just said, conforming to uh, whatever you think you should be doing, or like losing your sense of self because of fame. Um, there's a lot of temptations here. Yes. And I think surrounding yourself with a good team, good manager, good agent, good acting teacher that supports you yeah. and steers you in the right direction, and that team should be the one telling you no if you're acting out of line. That team should be the one checking you. Do you tell your advice? Oh, no? completely. Okay. <laughs> that's important. I'm okay. the only one out of yeah. probably most teams No, that's that- important. Very frank with them, yeah. Very blunt, yeah. Um, and I think that's what they end up appreciating, you know.
0: That's the problem, right? Like when they, when, when. But some reps, they'll, they'll I'll, say I'll, yes, whatever you want. I know because I don't want to lose you. I Let me know keep you happy. that's totally dangerous. Let me keep you like happy. you start to believe that world, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You lose touch with reality. I'm and
1: like, as a manager, I'm I'm very close to my clients. I've around ten clients, um, like family with most of them. So I actually care about them, you know, which is. Atypical to that role of an agent who mm-hmm. might have 200 clients mm-hmm. and they rarely see them face to face so for me it's not just about my job
0: it's about making sure they're on the right path whether I'm in it or not um, well you have their best interests at heart completely yeah. what do you do with like in the case I know one of your clients got offered to lead in a show and he ended up turning it down Mm -hmm. right yeah how do you feel about that i mean obviously you have to you guide them and mentor them and manage them but also at one level that could have been a good uh, no i don't want to say opportunity everything is an opportunity a good business move yes yes. it could have been a good business move because my money hungry self would have said take the deal that's (laughs) money on the table (laughs) we don't know what tomorrow brings you know yeah 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 um
1: but uh, what managers do it's a it's a macro vision yeah okay so I see him down the line being one of the greats yeah um and if this project isn't gonna help us get Support there that. yeah I don't have to do it yeah I can withhold okay good salary for a year from that client yeah potentially yeah because of the passing yeah um so and I also respect their opinions you know if the script doesn't get them crazy and they're not excited by it yeah um, I don't want him going to work five days a week dreading this mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. and this script, mm-hmm. um, but saying that I'm doing this job because my manager forced me to. Like, that okay, that that be, yeah. that's the worst thing ever. That's horrible. Resentful. So, like, it's a lot of like conference calls. Yeah. You know, the teams are big sometimes and yeah. the client is on a high trajectory, and it's about making sure everyone's on the same page. Yeah. Um, and I always, always, always ask my clients' opinions about how they're feeling and what their thoughts are. Because I have my business sense, mm-hmm. but then for them, it's, it comes from the heart. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I want to portray this character? And in that situation for my client, he was not ready to do that. Yeah, it was, he was not easy. aligning with his vision uh-huh. and with the team's vision for where he should end up.
0: Well, that's really brave of the actor, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's so easy. First of all, it's hard for actors to get work. And when they do, you know, that could be a windfall moment, right? Mm-hmm. But also, I, um, David Harbour just guest taught at our London school. And he said something that I told classes this week that I thought was so interesting is like, you have to be willing to say no to a job if you feel like it's it's keeping you from getting to. He didn't say the next level, but getting to that thing that you feel like you really need to be doing. Mm. And he's like, you have to be willing to like be in the emptiness for a while, yeah, like unemployment basically. Yep. Yep. You have
1: to be brave, mm-hmm. you know. I mean uh, that some clients have passed on roles with nudity for example, because they don't want to do that that early on in their career or whatever personal reasons they might have. And I can't imagine myself being the manager that says, no, you have to do it. It's a big show. It's an Emmy winning show on a cable network and you're going to get exposure. Yada, yada, yada. Um, got to respect it for sure.
0: Yeah. It's an interesting business, right? Mm -hmm. You gamble a bit. You gamble every day. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I'm not gambling enough, then, if I'm not doing it <laughs> But yeah, you're right. You have to really, well, good for your client and good for yeah. you mm-hmm. of supporting the person. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it is their call, right? Like, yeah. you know, I had another client, she was on my podcast. I can mention who it was. She's in my movie, Olivia. And I remember, I'll never forget. She had broken through. I was in um, my car at the Bonds when she called me and she had booked the lead in this pilot. And the show was super bad. I won't say not super It wasn't the show super <laughs> bad or the movies super bad. It was a really not good pilot. And her agents were really pressuring her to do it, mm-hmm. like hardcore. And she called me and she was crying. And she's like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, first of all, I can't give you advice. I'm not your rep. Yeah. But I was like, what do you? Instinctually, what does your heart tell you? She's like, I don't want to do it, and sure enough, she said no. Mm -hmm. They dropped her, which was the best thing ever. Yeah, she went to a better company, and then, like, within a few months, she got the lead in a series Mm -hmm. that she's really happy on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and the show that did it did, I think, go to a series, it was not good, yeah, which is. You know, I think the thing too is like sometimes, this is for the listeners too, I think it's like sometimes, I'm telling my actors, all acting can't be all things for you all the time. And in the big, Mm -hmm. if contractually you have a little bit of flexibility, you can pay the bills and pay a mortgage and get out of debt and make some money on a show and learn. And then after two years, you move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a win-win. Yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah.
1: And especially when it comes to an episodic, like you know, a pilot you're booking that you're not crazy about, those deals are four or five years. Mm. And if you don't like the script, you're stuck. Well, that's what I'm
0: saying. I think hers was like a seven year thing. Nuts. Yeah, no, that would have been just bad. insane. Yeah, in that I mean, case. doing like a
1: you know a low budget indie um, that's going to shoot for two weeks yeah. and maybe people might not see it, that's and right. you're like on the fence about. Yeah, you're more likely to do that yeah. project, but if you're contractually obligated for. Five years of your next career, you know, Of something you
0: hate. Yeah, no. It's probably best to... It's like anything, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're not quite sure, yeah, probably the answer is no. Oh, for sure. You know uh-huh, what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like dating. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. If you have to think about it, you're yeah, probably not into the person. <laughs> 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 let's try a fourth date. Maybe a fifth one. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God, it's true. I'm working on another book. I, it was called Acting is Like Dating, because I've used dating so many times as an example, but it's become bigger than that. But like I always like to come back to that. Because you're right. Mm-hmm. How many times do we have to give this before we can really acknowledge like, yeah, yeah. this isn't a match, you know? Yeah, I mean? yep, yep, yep. So my hair the listeners like what are some do's and don'ts? Do's and don'ts. Yeah, like actors and like because I'm sure, you know, like what have you seen that actors should not do? Like, listen, there's no hard and fast rule because People make rules to break them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like, what are you like? Mm.
1: Um, I'm a big fan of letting your work speak for itself. So, for example, um, when an actor goes in the audition room and does the audition and leaves, I've had some clients beg me to oh, follow no, up no. to send additional materials well, to try to convince really oh, the oh, casting director oh. otherwise and what do you say um we're like sure I'll do that sometimes I, I lie and say <laughs> oh yeah whatever you want <laughs> that's smart <laughs> if they're actor, if see so you're a better actor right, than you right right <laughs> if they're really difficult that's what I use but if they're not it's like dude no like you did the scene they saw you you Let did it, all the all the scenes so. and the sides yeah um Because I'm a big fan of not being desperate. I think a lot of actors they can come off desperate in the rooms. That's
0: the big thing, and it it hurts your creativity. It hurts your work. Also, they pick up on it. They may not. Sometimes it will read flat out as desperate. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it may just read out as something ambiguous, but but an esoteric but real. Mm -hmm. But it's a real thing. Yeah, you can't give. I'm always saying it's about zero fucks Mm -hmm. because then you're freed up. You're not attached. You don't care what it looks like. You don't your. You do worry about pleasing them or what you think they want. They don't know what they want. Mm-hmm. I'll say that a billion times. And then all of a sudden, like you're in the mix for something.
1: I, I remind my clients when they need it that, why are you doing this? Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah. I love to act. For yourself. I'm like, yeah. go in there and create a character that's and right. play. Yeah, that's right. Um, And if you're playing and you're in the zone, they're going to pick up on that's that. Right. And be like, this person is creating magic in there. Yeah. Not that this person needs to book this because they haven't booked in a while. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's true. you know, giving zero fucks. Yeah. That shit works. Yeah, it really does. You know, you go in with confidence and you don't care what they think about you and you bring a twist to the scene. Um I, I'm a big fan of not coming off desperate. It is really true. And
0: mentally I can see how that's difficult for the actor. You know? Well, I think you have to be in a place in your life, in your work, where you realize, like, a job isn't... I think we've been taught that the things in life that we get, not just in acting, relationships, a house, whatever, like, those things are going to fulfill something that we think is lacking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, our happiness is not dependent upon the thing. It's like an internal well, journey. Well, I like what
1: you said earlier about not making your life... All about acting. Yeah. That um, when you have different things going on in your life, you know that becomes a part of it. So you're not sitting around waiting for an audition to come, and when it comes, you're like, I need to book this. Yeah. Um, you're living your life. <laughs> yeah. You're living your truth. You know, if all you did was act and not live, yeah. What can you, well, bring, what can you bring to the, bring the to paper? Totally it, yeah. What can you bring to the scene? Do you have anything other? You know, do you have anything uh, to? kind of dedicate to the to the material.
0: Hobbies. Most always oh, telling people hobbies. have hobbies. Yeah. Or it drives me nuts when people won't get a job because they're like, I've had actors who are like, you know what, I'm just going to take the next year. I had an actor do this and then he went into debt because of it. And I was like, oh, no. no, yeah, it's true. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, he took a whole year off. He had a good job like at a car dealership, right? Mm. Like, and he really loves cars. Get that so, commission. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he decided to focus full time on his acting. And I was like, Honey Child, nobody focuses full-time on their acting, including Meryl Streep. Like, she's got a husband and a life, and, like, it's not going to happen that way. Nobody works on acting from the moment they wake up until, like, you know, midnight every night, right? Sure enough, he did. He couldn't... Nothing happened, and then he was in debt. Wow. And so then, now he got a job, and now I think he's... So my point is, is, like, I think we have this... Okay, maybe if you're going to college, and you're having to take classes... Five days a week, you know what I mean, and you're in mm-hmm. classes from nine a.m. to nine p.m. Fine, you college, but I'm talking about like I think you learn more about yourself and what you can bring to the work is go get a job at the Starbucks. Yep. It's honorable. Yeah, go wait tables. Oh, I don't want to wait tables. Wait tables. Mm-hmm. Logistically
1: speaking, if you're not a working actor, how are you going to pay for your your car? How do That's you pay right. for how your pay for class? How do you your, your classes? Your headshots? Your whatever?
0: I also just think like there's too much, especially in L.A. Like in New York, I was just at our New York school, and like people go do plays and like they, they're just constantly doing stuff because they're not waiting for the phone to ring. And I think in LA a little bit is like, okay, they get a great manager like you and they think like all of a sudden they're going to get super busy. Mm-hmm. But you go for weeks sometimes without audition or a job or like you have to be creative and fulfilled in doing other stuff. Yeah. You know? Not just class, I think. Like mm-hmm. I think you have to have other interests. Completely. You know? Because it adds to your story. For sure. Yeah. And also, I think it puts you in the zero fucks game because you're like, well, I actually also like cooking or I also like, mm-hmm. you know, writing books or paragliding. Or, I don't yeah. Know, is that yeah, a thing? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Paragliding? <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? Parasailing? 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 Paragliding. Paragliding? Paragli- I don't know. I think so. We'll I'll Google it. Google it. It's like, whatever. I'm not going to do that.
1: But mm-hmm. um, some other do's and don'ts. Yeah. Tell me. Um. Um. Oh, <laughs> something so simple. Like, don't go shave your head without telling your team. Oh, that's good. Don't go change your hair go color drastically yes. without major, you know, changes to your look without yes. conferring. Um, most of the time, I want to be like, oh, you're, you're trying to, you know, figure out life and you want to play around. That's totally fine. Let me just make sure the team is aware. Yes. And we have the proper material so yes. when you don't walk in a room. They're not pissed off at you because
0: you don't look in anything like your headshot. Interesting point. Very simple. Very simple tip. I have a do or a don't that just came to me. Yeah. I get this a lot. Go take your fucking vacation. Mm-hmm. A lot of times actress will be like, should I take this vacation because I'm up for this job? I'm like, go! Mm-hmm. As soon as you take the vacation, you get the job. Again, this is whole, this whole thing, like, the universe is going to stop just because you cannot take that two days yep. in Yosemite or something. Yep. It's so yep. weird to me. Yeah. Live your life. Live mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell us another one. Uh, but do you, like, do you accept submissions? Do you, like, how do, how do you, I mean, how do you get fine talent? Um, I'm
1: pretty lucky at this point. I get a lot of referrals. Yes. So they come to me through me. you <laughs> or casting directors yes. or writers, producer, friends that I have. Um, I also scour my, like, DMs on okay. my company's Instagram page okay. or my own personal Instagram page because um, more than half the clients that I have had no experience before. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I kind of oh. take that seriously. Okay, It's cool. like you can be raw talent and sure. you just need professional help to get you into a working career. That's right. Um, so, I also go to showcases. I like having it's fun at them through. and, yeah. you know, I people. hang out with other agents, managers yeah. and shoot the shit. Yeah. Yeah kind of you know I discovered one of my series regulars off a showcase that had 600 600 paying talent to come audition for managers and agents like myself wait say it again so it was a weekend long showcase okay and there was 600 participants whoa these are actors singers dancers okay one of those that all like Paid for a week long right. of Convention workshops, kind of whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then culminate into an audition for agents managers or right. have you. Yeah. Um, and I found success through
0: that. Wow. Which is kind of okay. weird. Yeah. Um, I know those things, yes. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah.
1: not all scammy yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna try to work. Yes,
0: I, I won't promote them, but I get it. Like sometimes you can find the diamond in the rough. I've seen it happen with yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so I don't
1: turn my back on it wholly.
0: Um it's like star search for actors exactly you. I get exactly. it yeah. and then
1: another thing is I scour I, I just consume a lot of content yeah I watch TV I watch movies yeah. I, I, I look at up and coming actors that you know are on the come up or like actors that are established that don't have management um, and I reach out to the agents and try to see if they're open to a meeting uh, different ways there's no real real clear cut formula to finding talent. Also my hair, I
0: think what's good is it's reminded me of when I was younger. I would be relentless sometimes and like when I was doing a show, I'd send somebody, you know, information about me and maybe they were interested but it wasn't the right time. I wouldn't then give up. I would be like, okay, we created a relationship. Uh, further down the line I would do another show and i invite them and that's how I created relationships totally. so like eventually mm-hmm. I got repped or I had casting directors bring me in for things because over time mm-hmm. you know like so somebody could email you and be like hey yeah. I'm doing this thing Will you come see it and you're like I can't or maybe it just doesn't feel like mm-hmm. a fit but my, for, for the listeners I think you shouldn't be you know sad about it you should just be like okay well I'll keep you posted at the next thing and for like sure. your job as a manager and an agent is is to be open to the receptivity of that. You know what I mean? And then, sure enough, who knows? That person, it's a, it's all about timing, too. They're doing a different show, and you're available, and you see them, and like, oh, I'm glad you kept in touch. You know? Also, I like updates. Yeah, that's so what So the first yeah. six
1: months, if I'm not responding, and then you shoot, like, a short film, and there's a that's crazy right. scene in that's it, right. like, send it over. That's right. Um, you book something, let me know about it. Yeah. You're taking a new class, and I know the teacher. Yeah, like, Let me right. know about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's true. So we can it, check in. It is about long-term, I think longer-term relationships. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think actors get, if maybe you're the only person they send it to, and then they get a no, they want to give up. And they have to be relentless in like trying. Oh my God, yeah. You There's know, so many know. companies out there. Oh
1: and, and like I said earlier in the podcast, it's a matter of preference. Yeah, that's So right. if I say no, does it doesn't mean the other person... Is going to say no. Yeah. They might be crazy head over
0: heels over your talent and they might want to work for you. Well, you're an upstanding guy. So how do our listeners steer clear of like the train wrecks of the business world?
1: Uh, Chatsworth. Um, yeah, that yeah <laughs> they have an office or I
0: used to think this I don't know if, like if the manager wants to meet you at a coffee shop all the time mm-hmm. chances are they're working out of their house which isn't a terrible thing nowadays yeah. because everything is mobile and mm-hmm. you know yes yeah. awesome.
1: Um, I mean, there are managers that work from home that are effective. Um, There are managers that work at Untitled that feels like you're at an agency. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, It it just comes down to who you can trust. And I think having a good reputation in town and having good client lists kind of reflects the level of work that you can do for them. Yes. Um, So do your research. Google them up. Um, they should look at your clients yeah and, and, and I did know. end up uh, making my YouTube channel private because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I came up with a couple conversations because <laughs> I thought I was funny back in the day when I was acting and I was all on YouTube and they're like oh How can, can I can, can I trust this like clown to manage my <laughs> acting career you have to send me so around. I ended up I see up you around. as a
0: young actor
1: I'll you have to it. send me one alright I'll send, this, send this to you after
0: but I think also like you have to steer clear though of like managers who want to like get together for a drink late at night oh my god yes yes yeah. but like, I mean again innocent young people I would have if I was 21 I would be like yeah we're meeting for drinks like you mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, this is what I'll say
1: I'll do that with clients that I have a relationship with
0: well of course but I I'm will saying, never
1: do that with a, a first meeting no that's are what you I mean are kidding me yes you're 21 and I'm going to take you out to drinks. Yeah. To talk about acting. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that stuff happens. Yeah. And I know a lot of stories, unfortunately. Um, so. Still happens. Also, as an actor, trust your instincts. If yeah. something feels fishy, get the
0: fuck out. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Nothing is worth don't, it. Don't do it. Don't no. do it. And ask friends around. Ask people if they know this person. Yeah. Try to Google them. If you can't find anything, it's kind of problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, try to ask your, you know, trusted people in town if they know the person, but yeah, that's weird.
0: Well, I also think even the, like, sometimes a legitimate, you can look up somebody online and see they have legitimate clients, but th- there can still sometimes be something mm-hmm. unsavory about it. So you just have to, you guys, you have to be mindful. Be it's very It's not very worth mindful. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah, never yeah. works in anybody's favor, I think. I don't know. Like listen, everybody has their own journey and I feel like it's, you know... I have a client who is like, you know, she's like, and this is how honest I think people are about the business. I've had people who, she's like, you know what? If I had said yes to a lot of the invitations that I had, she's like, and this person is successful. But she's like, it probably would be at a completely different place. And so for some people, they have, um, maybe they're okay with sleeping mm-hmm. their way to yeah. some sort of destiny. I don't know. As long as it's consensual, and like reciprocal, you know what I mean. <laughs> and you know what's on the table. But I, because I, I just think everybody has their own path. But I don't think like when you have no power or agency in your own life, and you're feeling you're being taken advantage of, or yeah. or assaulted, and or manipulated, something like that, and that manipulated. Like that kind of stuff you have to steer clear of.
1: Uh Well, I think it's good that we live in 2019 now and there's a lot of transparency transparency, and stories are coming out. And people are learning about these manipulative, you know, high-powered executives that are abusing their power essentially to get whatever kind of gratification they're seeking. Um, I think it's making it harder for them to do these things. Um, and it's making it easier for the victims to come forward and be like steer clear of these people this company whatever the The culture is really bad mm-hmm. um, I, I would never in a million years ever think about anything when it comes to remotely like abusing my power um, and I try to make conscious decisions to steer clear of situations where something may even be portrayed that way because mm-hmm. everyone has a phone in their hand mm-hmm. you never know you know mm-hmm. so I'm like all trolls, ultra careful yeah. um, yeah,
0: it's a crazy industry. It really is. Mm-hmm. As much as we have a you know a different kind of transparency about it, is still can be treacherous for young people. I think. Yeah, you know? very treacherous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the 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 dream is so palpable for people that they forget that they're. Yeah, like they would do anything for the dream. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's worth it in that way. No,
1: you know what I mean. No. Because those are scars that are going to stay by your sides for right. a long time. That's right.
0: It's also just... I always like to remind people, it's just acting. Calm mm-hmm. down. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I say that with all due respect. Like, my whole entire life is about acting and helping actors and creating and, and this business. But it's also... It's just acting. Yeah. Like, we have to keep it in some sort of check of, mm-hmm. like, it's just one part of many facets of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And some incredible actors have gone on to do some other incredible things beyond their acting. And I I think, I think that's a big thing is again, you get more freedom and agency in your own life when you stop defining yourself just as an actor. So when you go into an audition room and you realize like you have so many other skills that you want to develop and Mm -hmm. you are developing, then you don't, not everything is put in one basket. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You get free. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, Well, I think this has been really helpful. So so, yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, and this is how quickly the podcasts go. Like, we've already talked for 45 minutes. Yeah, this glass of wine <laughs> helps. <health. laughs> yeah. Are you saying it would have been boring without the glass of so wine? I actually might start doing podcasts podcast with wine. It's oh, kind yeah, of been, yeah. I'm on my second glass. So oh, I'm perfect. way out of it. But, um, so, here I'm going to do the, the speed round and then um, we'll let you can let actors know how they can contact you or like. You know what I mean? You're like, oh God, what have I done?
1: Uh, (laughs) No, it's so weird how, like, people in this industry, whether they're a casting director or a talent agent manager, they dread parts of the job. Like, when cast director friends say, don't send me submissions. I'm like, do you realize you're a casting director? Yes, that's right. As a manager,
0: I don't dread talking to
1: actors, it's a
0: part of my job. But also, that's the thing, is like, we have to keep remembering doors are made to be open phones are made to be called like there's everybody understands this is how the business works yep. so no actor should have any shame in contacting someone even if they reject you i don't care and i don't care if a casting director is like we don't take blah 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 submissions It's too bad like yeah an actor's job is to try to procure work and people know that that's how the business is run or calling in favors or you know what i mean just don't show up at my door well, yeah, you don't want to be. I would creepy. appreciate that. Okay, yeah, yeah we're not going to get your address on here. He lives at two 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 five Windmill Road. No, just <laughs> no, no, yeah, you do not want to be creepers. Okay, mm. so okay, I'm going to give you the speed round.
1: What is this? Oh, like, you
0: just have to quick fire questions. Pop quiz! They're going for more alcohol, kids. Uh-huh. Okay, so what is um uh, what what's something you can't do without? Uh, coffee. Oh yeah. You strike me as a coffee drinker. I like think we had a coffee once when we met one of the first yeah, times, yeah. I think so. In Larchmont. Yeah. Yeah. Um what's your favorite film of all time? Uh, I know it's so silly. Garden State. Oh. Mm-hmm. That soundtrack, effort. that movie. Okay, yeah. I would not have remembered that until. I'm a
1: sucker for romantic, romantic. films with depressing endings. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like Life. Like Life. <laughs> 500 Days of Summer? Sign me oh, up. I love 500 Days of Summer, yeah. Blue Valentine? Love Blue Valentine. Holy moly, guacamole.
0: But those two, the first two are more romantic comedies. Blue Valentine is... Just raw. Pretty raw. Just raw, yeah. Well, okay, what is... Who's your celebrity crush? Could be or.
1: Uh, Emily Ratajkowski
0: wait remind me who she is I know who she is Emrata she was like
1: the Instagram girl that was in Gone Girl
0: ah yeah what is she in now I, I totally can see her
1: what does she do re- I think she did a movie recently is she redhead no Emily Ratajkowski oh, no, yeah, yeah she's yeah, very yeah. exotic yeah yeah yeah
0: okay but you don't rep her
1: she's <laughs> a, a distant crush of mine okay. <laughs> very distant okay <laughs> I think
0: she's married oh okay alright um, how would you describe acting in one word? A playground? Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where I usually ask my guests because usually my guests are also in some way connected to the school, like because they're actors. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you're you're really well connected to so, the sort. I was gonna say, like what has what has the studio taught you? You may not be able to answer that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's taught
1: me that listening, can very can teach you a lot of things oh my god yeah
0: that's mm-hmm. it I think it's everything being present yeah. and being listening that's being it That's what you're doing. doing you know what I mean yeah. it's what we just did mm-hmm. and that's all acting is listening and talking listening and talking mm-hmm. right yeah um okay how would you describe love Ooh. how would you define it oh, love love is what fucks you up <laughs> uh, I bet you going to say love is a many split thing. <laughs> <a day. laughs>
1: Love is uh, whatever uh, makes you happy. Whatever makes you smile.
0: It could be anything. Are you on the upswing of love right now or the downswing?
1: I haven't experienced love in like 10 years, oh, so... Shit.
0: Oh, That's right. You told me that. Yeah, yeah. My, here, yeah. we have got to go and have drinks and get some and going. Not between you and I. yeah. You and I have love going. I mean, like, it's time. Hook it up, Tony. Okay. Well, I'm a good wingman. My mom asks me every day, When are you going to find a nice...
1: <laughs> She's like, You're good looking. <laughs> you have a company.
0: You have your yes, good head on your shoulders. Successful. She's like, what's wrong with you? Is there something that I don't know? <laughs> so people, including possible representation, you might want to slide your DMs oh, to hair. Talk about blurring He's the boundaries. Handsome, <laughs> <laughs> handsome, successful, debonair, <laughs> manager. Stop it, Tony. No, go on. No, really, go on. Okay. So, Hera, how can people find you?
1: Um, my company, Reload Management, is on Instagram. And then... At Reload Management. Uh, my personal one, which I probably pay attention to more,
0: is Manager Meher. And it's M-H-A-I-R. A-I-R. Correct. Are you Armenian? Is Armenian. That the, Armenian, yeah. I went to Armenia once. Did I ever tell you Did that? Did you? Yeah, I just came from there. Like two weeks ago. I was on a talent show called Armenia's Got Talent. No way. I was one of the hosts. <laughs> I I like, think... The guest judge. When was this? This was... I have pictures of it. I have to find it. And Yes, my, my audience is like, what the hell... So this, this kid, Richie, um, Fest, I think his name is, he's Armenian and he was a big fan of my work and he was connected to this show or he wanted to, he created the show. It was kind of like, um, uh, America's got talent, wow, right? Yeah. But for just specifically for acting and he has a film school there. So they flew me there and I was a judge. <laughs> it was fish so, out of water. Oh my God. It was so <laughs> fish out of water. First of all, it was me. I was like, it was me and, like, the Simon Cowell version of something and yeah. yeah, one of the other guys, and they had, like, these these famous Armenian actors, and all the audience members loved them, and the talent was all in Armenian. They didn't speak any English, uh-huh. and I had to have my, like, assessments of the talent translated, uh-huh. but I'm funny. I think I'm funny, <laughs> and it literally, I would say something, and I thought it was hysterical, and it would be like, nothing. Drink li- it, nothing. Drink li- it, li- and then yeah. you'd hear, like oh my god That's it was hilarious. so
1: painful how much did they pay you Tony no I did it like for free like <laughs> yeah. I
0: just did it to go to Armenia and like they took care of my you know travel That's and stuff like amazing. that that yeah, was amazing it's and, a like, beautiful country no, It was beautiful and the people were so, it was very still had a, a Soviet Union yeah. feel to it but I anybody who is like into the work that I'm doing I'm all in like I'm like yes I want to share this to love the world that. you know love what I mean that. Yep, but yep. yeah I don't think they got my sense of humor but I love the Armenian people mm-hmm. and the Kardashians don't really represent what the Armenia is about you know what I mean no I think mean, yeah, but that's what I think yeah. a lot of people think you know yeah, what I mean yeah 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 no that's not what Armenia is about um, yeah I, I think I have on my refrigerator a, a magnet of. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to pull out a photo and show you oh my god I you'll want be to like see. I know those mountains how long were you there for like a week a week yeah, yeah, yeah it was really yeah. amazing it's one of the oldest countries in the world they have the most beautiful churches I, know. And... I flew into Moscow and then from there yeah, yeah yep. into uh, Yerevan Yerevan, Yerevan, yeah, Yerevan yeah there you go yeah. it's very modern now oh it's okay. like so its worst destination it's been like six years I think since mm-hmm. I've been so it's super modern okay I'm gonna have to send you a photo Let's that's hilarious yeah my hair, thanks so much for being a guest. Thanks and, for having me. And also, me. Uh, you guys can find him, his company on um, IMDB and look at his client list and kind of the stuff, you know, to see if you're a match. It's also important to, like, send, you know, your uh, materials to people that kind of rep your type. I think that's always important to look at. Completely. So, um, okay. Thanks so much. Cool. Thank you. See so, ya. Yeah.